Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about... <clears throat> Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Turbo. Turbo, the Power Rangers film. Um, this is... A, it's not a direct sequel to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but it is kind of the plug-in for the next season of Power Rangers. The, at the end of the Power Rangers Zeo run, they morphed into Power Rangers Turbo. And this movie is like the bridge between those seasons and everything like that. It has no continuation of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. However, it does. It, it's a continuation. It's the jump from Power Rangers Zeo to Power Rangers Turbo and everything like that. And basically, if you watch Power Rangers Zeo, Tommy, Cat... Uh, it's Tommy, Cat, Adam, Rocky, and um, uh, Aisha who play the Power Rangers and everything like that. And uh, basically, this film is basically about a a wizard named uh, Largo. A wizard named Largo is being chased by an evil woman by the name of Divatox, uh, and the Power Rangers are kind of caught in the middle of it. And because of the issue with the Power Rangers, um, because of the issue with uh, the Power Rangers and everything like that, um, the uh, the Power Rangers now have a new enemy. After the defeat of after the defeat, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers' main adversaries were Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa. Power Rangers Zeo, the Power Rangers Zeo, the um, Power Rangers Zeo, their main obvious were the machine monsters and everything like that, King Mundo. And then Turbo is what kind of led to the Debatox run and everything like that. So our heroes in this one basically have to find a new power, which is obviously the Power Rangers Turbo power and everything like that. And they have to help this wizard save his family, and stop Divatox from resurrecting the monster known as Malagor. And um, this film, I, I'm not too sure where they were going with this film because this film feels a little off, you know. A lot of people criticize the first film for just being an old, like, an, like a TV movie. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, made for TV, and it was made to kind of be, like, an extra episode of the Power Rangers. And it really was, but it was done in such a fun way. It was done in such an entertaining way in an entertaining fashion. So whereas this one, on the other hand, like, you know, it really hankers on the idea that these guys, you know, it's such a downgrade for some reason. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Power Rangers Turbo was a bad series or, you know, or anything bad about Power Rangers Turbo, really. It's just that my, my recollection of this film is not a very good one. Because, you know, it's like they kind of went all out to kind of make a new series of Power Rangers to kind of be much more relevant than they, than they actually were. You know, by, by then in the late 90s, in the mid to late 90s, a lot of the culture was changing. And even though Power Rangers were changing in that sense, it was just more so like, it, it, you know, it wasn't going to last very long in a sense. But, you know, here we are 30 years later and... There have been so many iterations of the Power Rangers over the years that, you know, you kind of lose count of everything that's going on. But 
at the time, Power Rangers Turbo was going to be the new thing that they were eventually going to do. But for some reason, this film just really just kind of felt off. Like, it really did feel like, like you could sit down and watch this extended version of a Power Rangers episode on TV. It Honestly, it felt it was cheaply made. It felt a little rushed at times and everything like that. And then I think the ultimate slap in the face, even as a kid, you know, it's like... Rocky was the Red Ranger. You know, Rocky was the Red Ranger and everything like that. Tommy was the White Ranger and everything like that. And then when we make the shift to Power Ranger Zeo, it all changes. They Rocky becomes the Blue Ranger. Tommy becomes the Red Ranger and everything like that. So the character of Rocky had always kind of been like a cool, like a sidekick type character throughout Power Ranger Zeo. So in the movie Power Rangers Turbo... They're training for this like martial arts competition and they have to raise enough money to kind of save their shelter or whatever. This is kind of like the main story arc, one of the, like the side story arcs that they're going through. Rocky tries to do this crazy triple spinning back, back kick or whatever. But anyway, he, tr- he spins out so much that he flips over the top rope and lands right on his back and he's injured. And now they don't have a Blue Ranger. And this fucking kid, this 10-year-old kid, is the new Blue Ranger. And I was like, even as a like even as a kid and that came out, I was like, that's a bit much. You know, it's like everybody, all the kids wanted to be the Power Rangers, but a kid didn't want to be a kid. You know, so it's like nobody wants to be another kid. So that didn't, like even then, as a kid, that didn't make sense. And then as I watched that movie again, I was like, that totally fucking blows. You know, it's like, why would they have this young kid who really does not know how to defend himself, just uh, doesn't know how to defend himself, like, in a real-world aspect. Like, what made the the, the, the teenagers, because, yeah, they were in high school and everything like that, but these kids actually studied martial arts. And because, like, Tommy, Jason, uh, Zach, uh, Adam, and all those guys, they studied martial arts. And everything like that. They so they know how to take. They know how to defend themselves. And then, when you think about it, it was more so kind of like, you know, as they as they got older and more used to the Power Rangers, they you know they were able to defend themselves. You know, to kind of go with everything that's going on to kind of take care of themselves in their own right, as they were able to do it more. Like you saw that in Power Rangers, in Mighty Morphin, and in Ninja, and in Zeo, and all those and all those things. But for a kid to take on that role. It's like, well, how is this kid going to protect himself when, when we have those moments where they do have to protect themselves? Like, where they can't morph, they're just they're kind of just fighting hand-to-hand in a way. You know, it's like, that's hard, that's hard to believe. It's hard to take. Like, even when Zeo, when Turbo came out, like the series, you know, after this movie had come out, and, you know, you still saw the character of Justin there. And it's like, this is... It still wasn't believable, so I, I don't I don't know where that kind of came from, but I just felt it, even as a kid that felt kind of silly, you know. Like there's no way that this is gonna be, this is actually gonna stick, right? And it did, it did it for the whole series of of Zeo. I mean, for the whole series of Turbo until they had new Rangers come in. Like that's what bothered me. They had new Rangers come in to be the new Power Rangers Turbo. Like when Andros came out and Danny had come out and all those new people came out to be the new Power Rangers of, of the Turbo series and everything like that, they still kept Justin. And I was like, wow, okay, that makes a, that makes no kind of sense whatsoever. 
The only time they got rid of Justin is when they made the jump from Turbo to uh, In Space, which that was kind of cool because the four Power Rangers who were like basically young adults at that time go off into space. Justin stays on Earth. That was fine. But the, yeah, the, it started with this movie and I was just like, what the hell? You know, that didn't make you know no, no type of sense whatsoever. So then in Turbo, they get new Zords instead of like an animal themed like robot to get cars, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, Red Lightning, Mountain Blaster, Desert Storm, and all that other stuff. Yeah, you know, that was that was all kind of cool. It was kind of cool to see that. And it, that really became like one of the, the standout moments of the movie when they first get in their cars and they're running through the desert and, you know, Tommy says, shift in the turbo and everything like that, which was kind of cool. That was, that was kind of cool and everything like that. And... It's cool to see them in their new cars and new type of Zord and everything like that. But um, that was cool because it's the first time you're seeing it. And, you know, right after that, it kind of gets a little bit, it, it gets a little bit kind of weird and everything. It, they try to do all this other stuff and they try to do a little bit more than what it has to. And then they're on a ship, which is kind of weird. They fight these slimy looking monsters, which is weird. You know, it it, it it becomes more so, that's when it becomes more of like the TV show. I was like, okay, this is not, not all that interesting. And I don't think, I really don't think a lot of people took this, the Turbo movie seriously. Because I know people who are fans of the show Power Rangers Turbo, but not fans of Power Rangers Turbo the movie and everything like that. And I'm one of them. Like, I was never a fan of the second film, of the second Power Rangers film, but... Because it, it felt kind of silly with this kid being the Blue Ranger and then this kind of being the end of Power Rangers Zeo, which a lot of people thought was a really good follow-up to the Mighty Morphin series. Because if you, if you go back in time and, and look back, they had Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which ran for like eight seasons. And during that time, we saw a bunch of new characters kind of shift around. We got a new Black Ranger, a new Yellow Ranger, a new Pink Ranger, a new Blue Ranger. You know, we got all these characters that were new. And then then they did that stupid fucking Alien Ranger, which was dumb, which I didn't understand why they did that. But then they kind of morphed back into Power Ranger Zeo, the Zeo Crystal, and everything like that. So that was kind of cool to see. And then, then we kind of shipped into Power Rangers Turbo with this film and everything like that. And now, I think one of the biggest things that bothered me is that the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie was not a tie-in to the series, but Turbo, a Power Rangers film, is the tie-in to the movie because it's the beginning of what becomes Power Rangers Turbo the series. So I don't understand why they did that with that. Like, if you're gonna, if you were, if it's gonna be a sequel, make it its own thing. But if it's gonna be a prequel to what we're eventually gonna go on in this series, don't you know put some effort into it and kind of you know, play out the way it's going to be, because if, if you're not going to give it all that you've got, then there's no point in kind of making a movie like that, if you're going to make it cheaply made like that, make it for TV, make it like a one-hour special, like part one and part two, you know, the Rangers get their new power, then they got to go stop the new bad guys, Amy Jo Johnson is in the film, who plays Kimberly Hart, the original Pink Ranger, so is Austin St. John's, who plays Jason Scott, the original Red Ranger, and that was kind of cool to have them in there. Ooh, excuse me. Um, but, you know, that was kind of cool. That, I, I want to say that's for, like, nostalgia things. Like, you know, for fans of the, of the franchise. Fans of the franchise at that time. 
and everything like that. But, you know, even though they're in the movie and they kind of do play the familiar characters that we all kind of grow up with, it's just like, you know, okay, they're doing that to kind of save face because they don't, you don't really know that they're there until like towards the very end of the movie and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I see why they're there. And, you know, because by then, by the time we actually see them, you kind of realize that, yeah, this movie's not that good. Um, yeah, like, uh, overall, I, I, like I said, I was never a fan of Power Rangers. I was never a fan of the movie Power Rangers Turbo and everything like that. I like Power Rangers Turbo, the series, and everything like that. I think it's one of the most underrated versions of Power Rangers that they came out with. But I think that this movie could have been a whole lot better had they kind of treated it the same way they treated Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But, you know, they, it was cheaply made. It was kind of a lazy attempt to kind of recapture that essence, even though, you know, that kind of essence had kind of faded away because they were still morphing into more Power Rangers. They were still changing it up as best as they could. I don't think they could have, I don't think they should have made the movie and, and, and really at all because it's just like, all right, this don't, this don't feel the same as the first one did even like like it, when you grow up as as an adult you know the mighty Morphin power rangers movie has that nostalgia to it to whereas turbo doesn't really have any nostalgia to it other than the fact that tommy oliver's in it you know other than the fact that amy joe johnson's in it you know austin st john's is in it you know just a lot of our familiar characters that we're that we know and love are in this film they don't really do a whole lot though even though yeah tommy's the red ranger but and everything like that, but it really goes to show you that, you know, they really were kind of give like the motion picture side of it all, they were kind of giving it up, they were kind of giving up on it at that time, because yeah, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers film was good, it was entertaining, but it didn't really break the box office, you know, and then this movie here, the the movie, the, the Turbo Rangers, the, it wasn't, it didn't bomb at the box office, but it didn't make that much. Like, they spent $3 million making it, and it only made 9 at the theater. You know, so it's like, okay, that makes sense realistically. You know, 1997 was a crazy year. You know, Lost World Jurassic Park came out at that time. Um, you know, uh, other movies were coming out in 97, and a lot of things were changing in the late 90s. You know, we're, we were ushering into that new kind of new wave type stuff. And even though Power Rangers was still relevant at that time, and, uh, you know, the kids who liked the last film were a little bit older, and they tried to do what they could to kind of make it mature enough to where they could get a, to where they could get something out of it, I don't think it was working, because in, in 97, you know, man, I can't even remember what I was watching back then in the late 90s. I was watching all kinds of stuff outside of Power Rangers, because Power Rangers changed so much. You know, it changes with every iteration and everything like that. So uh, by then, you know, shows like, you know, shows like Rugrats and and uh, Rocket Power and and uh, you know, I don't think SpongeBob had came out yet. But like all those TV shows at that time were coming out and it was all starting to change at that time. Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, all that stuff was changing the way, you know, the way it should, you know, because. The kids get older, and you know they tend to get, they tend to want something different and everything like that. So, um, it, this movie kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But then again, it's not a bad movie. It's just not that great of a movie. You know, you, you, a lot of people say that about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, but at least that movie 
they put some effort into it. You know what I mean? They put it. They put enough effort into it to try to make it a film rather than just you know a very long Power Rangers episode. To whereas Turbo was like the lazy attempt. Is what they that what they were gonna get if they didn't get that. You know now they're just kind of like all right, let's just make the movie and we'll see what you know. We'll try to make some money off this new Power Rangers success. And even though the show had success, the movie really didn't. So you know I know there's fans of Power Rangers Turbo, but I'm not one of them. Like the movie was not that great. The show is the show is cool. The movie was not. So, you know, they did learn from their mistake because this was the last time that they ever made a Power Rangers film based on the series. You know, they re when they rebooted it in 2017, that was its own thing because it wasn't based on anything or anything like that. So, we'll talk about that episode in the next one, but we'll talk about that movie in the next episode. So, as far as Power Rangers Turbo, it's not all that great. It's mediocre at best. I know there's fans of it, and if you're a fan of it, cool. If you're not, I know I understand why. But at the end of the day, you know they should have. If if mighty if if it wasn't called Power, if it wasn't really a Power Rangers movie, it could have just been you know a one hour special. You know, they could have took a lot of stuff out and just made it kind of, uh, and made it kind of just like a one hour made for TV type film instead of releasing it in the big screen and having such a abysmal uh box office return but it is what it is and you know i know there's i know there's a fan base for it but i don't think it's very big uh but anyways guys that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode if you like the episode be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets whether it's anchor spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, pandora google play odyssey reddit wherever you're getting your podcast from be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets instagram and twitter the madhouse 21 uh, let me know what you guys thought about Turbo, the Power Rangers movie. Um, are you a fan of Turbo, the movie? Or are you a fan of Power Rangers Turbo, the show? Whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Um, we have one more episode in our Power Rangers movie marathon, and that's going to be the 2017 re- uh, reboot. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. I just recently watched it, so that could be cool. Uh, next week uh, is Guardians of the Galaxy week. So I will be covering the first two Guardians of the Galaxy film in leading leading up to the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which comes out next Friday. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I've already covered the uh, some of the films that have come out on social, not also on streaming services and everything like that. I've covered the last episode of the season three of, of Mandalorian. I've covered a lot of stuff. I've got some other stuff on the pike. I just watched the movie Searching. Uh, with Storm Reed and Nia Long, so definitely be on the lookout for that. That'll probably either drop later today or uh, possibly tomorrow. So that was inter- that was a good one. I was kind of looking forward to that one. Can't wait to talk about it. But, anyways, guys, that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode. Be on the lookout for be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this uh, podcast. And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness. <laughs>